0: Chris, thank you for uh, leading those songs. <clears throat> They'll tie right into uh, to the lesson today. So <clears throat> we come together uh, on the first day of the week to, uh, as we've just done, uh, partake of the Lord's supper, and and today I want to look at. Uh, At the, uh, I want to look at: Do we have a commandment for uh, for the for a collection of money on the first day of the week? And if we do, then where is that? How is that to be used? And and so. This question came up uh, whether we have a commandment for uh, taking up a collection <clears throat> uh, from a friend who uh, who pointed out that in First Corinthians uh, chapter sixteen, verses one through three, um, as Greg had read at the beginning, <clears throat> that uh, only the Corinthians and uh, others from different congregations. Or churches were commanded to, to take of a collection uh, for the brethren at Jerusalem and uh, from this he concluded uh, many other things uh, but this got me thinking of well how do we, uh, how do we uh, prove that we need uh, and teach that we need to uh, lay aside our money on the first day of the week and, uh, and where to distribute that and so throughout this time as I've already said uh, we'll look at the various instances where a collection was taken place and then look at whom uh, it was given and then uh, and then also the reasons behind that so if you would turn to uh, <clears throat> uh, Luke chapter 8 and verses 1 through 3. Uh, Luke chapter 8 and verses 1 through 3, and this is uh, Jesus and his ministry, so it's, it's not necessarily a, a church, but it is a, a collection of people in this instance. <clears throat> Luke chapter 8, and verse, uh, starting in verse 1, Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's servant, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. Here we see that that there's a collection of people, a collection of followers of Jesus who are who are giving of their own means to support Jesus in His own ministry in, in preaching the gospel. Uh, now, if you would, uh, turn over to uh, Acts chapter 4, and we'll be reading uh, verses 32 through 35. And this is whenever the, fir- the church is uh, first uh, getting on its feet and uh, this is a insight in what they were doing with one another, and starting in verse 32 of of Acts chapter four. Now the multitude of those who had believed. Who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did any one say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Nor was there any one among them who had, who lacked, for all who were possessors of land lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet, and they distributed to each. To each as anyone had need. Here uh, we see again an instance of of people who believed in in Christ's teachings and the apostles' teachings, <clears throat> and they bring money to to the apostles for the distribute for the distribution of of it to other members uh, as they had need. And, and then if you would, turn over to uh, Acts chapter 11, verses 29 through, <clears throat> 29 through 30. And this is, this is after uh, Agabus has uh, given a prophecy that there is going to be a famine in Jerusalem. And because of this, uh, in, in verse 29, Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in, Ju- in Judea. This they also did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Here again, there is a collection and there is a need for uh, for support in Judea. And and the disciples send uh, money to to the elders in Judea. And then... uh, Turn over to uh, Romans chapter 15. And we'll be reading uh, verses 25 through 27. <clears throat> Starting in verse uh, 25. But now I'm going to Jerusalem, uh, this is Paul, to minister to the saints. For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is is also to minister to them in material things. And then uh, finally to... Uh, look at instances in which a collection was taken, uh, turn over to uh, 1 Corinthians 16, verses 1 through 3. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 16, and we'll be reading verses 1 through 3. <clears throat> now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must so you must do also. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. And when I come, whoever you have proved by your letters, I will send to bear your gift to Jerusalem. Throughout uh, all of these verses, uh, we can clearly see that there is uh, scriptural authority in, in the many examples for a collection to be taken. Uh, upon up upon the first day of the week, <clears throat> as we have just read in 1 corinthians sixteen and and now uh, the question is oh, who to whom uh, is this collection to be dispersed among and and we'll uh, we'll hearken back to uh, many of the verses we 've just read and introduce uh, a few more. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, going back to uh, Acts chapter four, in which the uh, the early the early the early church uh, uh, brings of a collection to the apostles, uh, <clears throat> in verse, in verse uh, thirty-five, <clears throat> and at the latter half. It says of the apostles, uh, they distributed to each as anyone had need. <clears throat> and here uh, the brethren are, they're taking up a collection and the apostles distribute of those, of the money that they are uh, given to, uh, to needy brethren. And then back to uh, Acts chapter eleven, verses uh, twenty-nine through thirty. The uh, <clears throat> the disciples are sending uh, money to the people dwelling in Judea for the famine that uh, that was going to happen. And uh, in <clears throat> in Romans fifteen, we also see that. Uh, there is uh, that Paul is bringing a a collection of money to uh, to the brethren in Judea to minister to their needs as well. And then First Corinthians, chapter sixteen, and verses one through three. Uh, again, we've already we've already uh, read that. And and in that one, uh, again, the uh, Paul is is telling the Corinthians to repair a collection. Uh, for whenever uh, people come to collect that, that's for the saints in Jerusalem. And so, so from this, uh, we can see in, in these instances that the collection that was collected was for the was for the ministering of the saints as. Anyone had is anyone had need, and <clears throat> let's look at another. Uh, let's look at another section of people who to whom money was given uh, from churches, or to whom support was given. Uh, if you would turn back to uh, Luke chapter eight and verses one through three. Uh, we've already pointed out that that as Jesus was uh, preaching and teaching the Word, that there were people uh, that came together and provided for Him out of their own substance. And and so now... uh, Let's look at at instances in which uh, Paul talks to other uh, other churches whenever they give to him. So, if you would turn over to uh, Philippians chapter four, and we'll be reading verses uh, fifteen through eighteen. So, this is and this is Paul uh, in his letter to in his letter to the Corinthians. Uh, talking about how, uh, how generous they were to him. Starting in verse 15, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account." Indeed, I have all in abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the th- the things sent from you, a sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. Now here we see uh, that through Paul's uh, words, that the Philippians have sent to, sent him aid. Uh, Two times at least in this in in this letter and and uh, and how would and if we think about it, uh, how are they going to collect all that money up? Well, we look back to first Corinthians sixteen and uh, we can see there that that Paul had a uh, that Paul Whenever he was talking to uh, fellow Christians about uh, a collection for the saints, that it was to be done on the first day of the week, and uh, from that we can we can surmise that that this was that this aid that they sent to Paul was taken from from fellow Christians and given to him, and so uh, in both Luke eight and in Philippians four, we can see that uh, support was given to preachers who were preaching and teaching the word, and so, so why should uh, preachers be supported? And well, in in Luke, in Luke chapter ten and verse seven, uh, Jesus says that a, a workman is uh, worthy of his wages and and this and the phrase a worker is worthy of his wages in these in the coming verses that we look at will be uh, a common uh, phrase that is that is uttered and an instance where this is where this is said is In 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verses 6 through 13. Uh, 1 Corinthians 9, and we'll be reading verses 6 through 13. So this is Paul uh, talking to the Corinthians about uh, preaching the gospel. Starting in verse 6, "...or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working?" Whoever goes to war at his own expense, who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit, or who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock. Do I say these things as a mere man or does not the law say the same also? For the, for it is written in the law of Moses, you shall you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. Is oxen is is it oxen God is concerned about or does he say it all altogether for our sakes for our sakes no doubt this is written that he who ploughs should plough in hope and he who threshes in hope should part- should be partaker of the his hope if we have sown spiritual things for you is it is it a great thing if we reap your material things if others are partakers of this right over you we are not even are we not even more nevertheless we have not used this right but endure all things lest we hinder the gospel of god do you not know that those who minister to the holy things eat of the things of the temple and those <clears throat> and those who serve at the altar partake of the offering offerings of the altar <clears throat> Here again uh, <clears throat> here again we see we see in these verses that uh, Paul who is a preacher of the word and who has known the Corinthians makes the point that uh, he who, who ministers to the spiritual things uh, that it should not be a it should not be a great thing if they uh, reap uh, other people's material things and and let's and let's look at Second uh, Thessalonians to to uh, round out, <clears throat> to round this uh, idea out. First, Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verses 7 through 10. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verses 7 through 10. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us, For we were not disorderly among you, nor do we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, not because we do not have authority, but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. So, and here again, we see the... The point uh, <clears throat> uh, that if that uh, preachers, whenever they are uh, working amongst a congregation or working in other places that uh, that if they need it there is there is a uh, scriptural example for us to and a, and a uh, scriptural command to support them in their work. <clears throat> And uh, to really uh, nail, this, uh, to nail this concept home, I want to look at uh, Galatians 6 and uh, verse 6. And this is, uh, again, Paul, and he says in Galatians uh, 6 and verse 6, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. And uh, this mir- mirrors uh, very well uh, 1, Corinthians, the, uh, 1 Corinthians nine and the verses we read in that uh, that, that those who are uh, taught the word, as Paul says in Galatians six, that they need to share in all good things uh, in all good things with him who teaches. <clears throat> and <clears throat> And this doesn't just uh, this concept doesn't just apply to uh, preachers, but it also applies to elders uh, in, because in First uh, Timothy uh, chapter five in verses 17 through 18, uh, <clears throat> it says, "Let the elders who rule." Who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the Scripture says, "You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain." And the laborer is worthy of his wages. So we see, uh, <clears throat> we see the words uttered by Jesus in in Luke ten uh, that the laborer is worthy of his wages. And uh, from all of these. Verses, I think it's uh, very easy. It, it's uh, it, it's very clear that that uh, <clears throat> that we can uh, that we can use the uh, collection of of which we have numerous examples in the Bible to give of that collection to uh, needy brethren, to preachers, and also to elders. As we've just seen in first uh, Timothy five <clears throat> so <clears throat> again through uh, throughout all these verses, uh, I hope that I've made it clear that uh, that there is scriptural authority for a collection on the first day of the week, and then who uh, we can. Uh, disperse that amongst, and and so and and uh, I think it's also good to uh, say that that. That through this time, uh, I've exclusively been talking about uh, what we can do as a group, as a group of God's people. Uh, what we can do with the collection that we take upon the first day of the week. Um, but that does not neglect us from, from helping people who are, who are in the world. Um, as uh, Galatians 6 and verse 10 says... Uh, that we should do good to all, uh, <clears throat> but to not confuse that verse with, but to not confuse that with, uh, with using the the collections money that we take on the first day of the week. And <clears throat> I know that. This has not been a a uh, lesson on uh, how to be saved or or the or the uh, things that we need to do in order to be saved uh, but still it is a it, it's important to remember that uh, the it's important to remember that uh, we as as humans and uh, we as Christians we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of god and and if there's uh, someone who has not uh, named the name of Christ and been baptized and then, uh, then we ask you. Uh, If you're so moved, then to uh, come forward and stand and actually sing.